for all your blessings, Lord. And this I pray in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Amen. We are grateful. Again, welcome to this time that we can hear God's word. Welcome to our Bible study this afternoon. And I'm just so glad that we have a foundation of truth. We have a foundation, a word that encourages us in times like these. If you have your Bibles, go with us to 2 Corinthians. We want to come from the Apostle Paul as he's talking to the Corinthian church. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. I just want to lift up this afternoon. Paul says, For we know that if our earthly house, this tabernacle, were dissolved, we have a building of God, and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For this uh, Bible study, for God's Word for Noonday, I want to speak from the subject, Building your hopes on things eternal. Building your hopes on things eternal. God, again, we thank you for this time together. We pray that we see you more clearly and feel you just a little deeper. So now, God, as we come to hear your word, we pray that we just experience you in a whole new way. So God bless us today, in Jesus' name, amen. Building your hopes on things eternal. What is hope is all about? Hope is a a confident expectation for the future. Hope is something that we look forward to, hope in a positive outcome. And as we began to access all that's happening around us, we still have a bright hope. We still have a bright future today. And I'm glad about it. Building your hopes on things eternal. In the previous chapter, Paul mentioned his determination to serve Christ in spite of suffering in spite of the affliction and even death. And Paul, he lived by faith, not by sight. And God is calling us to be some faithful and committed Christians today where we live by faith and not by sight. But this faith was not blind trust. It was a certain confidence in the word of God. It was confidence in the eternal. So when you know where you are are going, no storm can frighten you or enemy can defeat you. See, the outward man might be perishing, but what difference does that make? Because Paul knew that glory lay on the other side. (laughs) Oh my God, Jesus. Paul knew that this, that time is filled with swift transition. (laughs) 
the building, the building, the building, the building Paul is talking about, saints, is not there. It's, It's not here. It's not the home, but it's the glorified body that will be ours when Christ returns. See, our earthly house is but a tent. You, you just a tent here. <laughs> you know, this ain't your home. It, it, this ain't your real home. You do know that, don't you? <laughs> you, you? You do know that. I, I, I know you when, you, when you, you, you go to the grocery store and you pay your bills and you, you make way to, towards your home. I know you think, I know you, you know, I'm, I'm headed home now. No, you got another home that will one day be taken. But God has a glorified body for us. And so it is our desire as Christians is to have this earthly body taken down in death. But to have it clothed, to have it, to have it clothed upon and transformed when Jesus comes. You do know Jesus coming back, don't you? I, I know we 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 yeah. we, we, we make yeah. plans for the future. I know we make plans for our grandchildren and our children. But if Christ yeah. come today, are you ready? Yeah, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do yeah. how do we we know we have this glorified future? We have the earnest of the spirit. That e, 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 there's an eternal down payment. <laughs> and it assures us the rest of the promised blessing will be ours. Help me, somebody. And we are here today at home in the body, but absent from the Lord. See, our yearning, our desire is to be at home with the Lord. I'm not saying. I'm ready to go now. That's not what I'm saying. There's some things I still want to do. I, I have, I got a grandbaby. You hear me? So there's some things I still want to see as a father, grandfather. But also, I look to see Jesus in that glorified body. Amen. And so Paul, Paul. Paul is not selfish here. His Christian service is is motivated by more than a hope for the future. And he seeks to please Christ and be acceptable to him and, and right now. To be acceptable right now. And Paul wants to be found well pleasing. <laughs> I, I want to be well pleasing to the Lord. And he had a a healthy fear of the Lord. For he knew that all believers will one day be judged. Build your hopes on things eternal. Knowing that his works will someday be revealed. (laughs) So Paul wanted to live that kind of life. That, that please the Father. What kind of life you want to live for the Lord? Build your hopes on things eternal. 
What, what kind of life you want to live to please the Father? There was one, one hymn writer says, he, he, he's the center of my joy. Yes, hallelujah. Time is filled with swift transition. It's time yes. now to look to the author and finish of our faith. Build your hopes on things eternal. Build your hopes today. Let us pray. God, we thank you once again. We thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for uh, your, 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 this glorified hope. God, we thank you for the saints today. Those who seek to live by faith and not by sight. God, bless our efforts as we seek to stay the course and stay on the wall like Nehemiah because God is with us and he's building us up, building us up in our most holy faith. Bless us now as we leave this virtual conference. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. What he got. Because being his, being his, at that time, they didn't call him Alma Burr, they just called him a servant. Mm. Yeah, I, I, need, I need what he got. I need what he got. Okay. Because me, my flesh, I wouldn't have been kind. Just put it that way. I wouldn't have been kind at all. All right. But he told me, you know, you love me. You win them by love. So, so a a great leader loves humbly and works willingly, right? What's your philosophy of leadership? Jesus, watch this. Jesus, he he trained people who was already working. He had the tax collector. He had fishermen. These people was already had careers. And and, and during that that day, fishermen. To be a fisherman, that, that was a noble profession. So so maybe God is looking for folk who don't mind serving the people. Because watch this, watch this. If you have a title or not, I'm it's more than me than my title. But if you have a no met people who are so concerned about that title because that to them that title gives them value it's more to me than a title but if you got a pass for something it should just come out right and Jesus trained his 
disciples for a future role. Don't, don't get comfortable where you are. Leadership should, should always be moving. <laughs> if you watch Jesus, he was always moving. And don't be concerned with the crowd. So, you know, you ever met some pastors, some, some bishops? Well, I, I got 5,000. I got 5,000 members. Well, Jesus, Jesus didn't have a large crowd, y'all. But people are drawn to the crowd. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. Here it is. Jesus' most effective teaching and leadership was done on the road. He didn't have the 12 to sit down, y'all. They were working. <laughs> so, so, what is your leadership philosophy? We're in here. We're in here. This week, take a look at Dr. Miles Monroe. He talks about qualities of great leadership. I'm suggesting that I believe, Reverend Clark, hear me when I say this, I believe the black church is going to lead this nation. I believe it's our institutions going to lead this, lead this nation with a rallying cry. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory. They will not fade away. I'm through. I'm through. We through. Submit your post. Send me your leadership philosophy. And check out Dr. Miles Monroe. God bless you. Our thought for today, God still shows up. God still shows up. Yes, he does. Genesis, Genesis chapter 28. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. Genesis chapter 28, verse 16 says, Matter of fact, I began at verse 15. It says, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. And will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Let, let me read that again, that bless my soul. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Verse 16 says, then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it and he was afraid and said how awesome is this place this is none other than the house of God and this is the gate of heaven 
God still shows up. Let us pray. Loving God, we thank you today. We thank you for being a, a God who reassures us that you will step in. Thank you for reassuring us that you will help us in our darkest hour. God, be with us today as you teach us in your word that God still shows up, even in the Nazareth of this world. The Bible says then Jacob, he shows up. He shows up. You know, God will show up in your, your darkest hour when you need him most. The Bible says, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets were Jesus of Nazareth. He goes on to say, for an Israelite this time, this would have come as a surprise. In other words, saints, that God will be with us in our darkest place. You see, yeah. God will also yeah. be with us in our Nazareth of life. Nazareth was the place as Jesus was coming as a young man. Nazareth was that place that did not receive him. And don't be surprised if everybody don't receive you. You see, Nazareth wasn't exactly a desirable place to live. <laughs> My God, it was about as a backwater as you could get. <laughs> Matter of fact, it was not a favorable place. Nobody woke up and said, I want to go to Nazareth today. I would rather go to the beach. I would rather go to the seashore. But nobody want to go to Nazareth. And then, Nazareth was that place. Matter of fact, they even raised the question, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Alamance County? Can anything good, can anything good come out of Burlington? Can anything good come out of Elon, Mebane, and, and Durham, Greensboro, and Winston-Salem? Yes. Our brother Nathaniel's perspective was about to change. The Bible says in John that Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. And so it is. Nathanael said, How do you know? Jesus said, Behold, before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. I don't know who this is for, but whatever place you're in, God sees right where you are. Y'all remember when Jacob, he rousted, he struggled with the angel to the breaking of the day. He says to the angel, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. Here's my point. Whether God bless you or not, the point is God sees you. He sees your pain. He sees your anguish. He sees your trouble. He sees maybe you're sick in your bodily need today. You need God to heal you. He'll heal your mind. He'll heal your mental faculties. And I serve notice today that if you pour down what you need, God can do it. The Bible says, is there anything too hard for God? So whatever your fig tree today, whatever place you're in, God will reassure you that he's still with you. 
In Genesis 28, it recounts the story of, of one of the patriarchs, Jacob, who fled from home to avoid some, some, some family drama. <laughs> Y'all know you do have drama in the family, don't you? And the yeah. Bible says his oldest brother wanted to kill him. He was weary. He was bitter. He was sad. As weary as he can be, he was running from all, from all uh, that was happening. But he found a place to sleep for the night. The story goes on to say, and he had a stunning dream of angels ascending and descending upon a ladder that connected heaven to earth. And Jacob woke up from his dream realizing that he had experienced God. He, you have you ever woke up in the morning or the midnight hour and you experienced God so strong realizing that it was the Lord who touched you. Realizing that if it had not been the Lord on your side, where would you be? And all I'm saying is you can't run away from your problems. All I'm saying today as God is with you. Jacob says, the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. It's a sad place to be when God shows up and you don't even know it. It's a sad place to be. You experience God, everybody around them being blessed. And you haven't experienced God for yourself. It's a sad place to be in ministry. It's a sad place to, 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 to be around others who've seen God. And you don't know when the last time you felt God. And Genesis is, talks about how Jacob, how I'm sorry, how Moses seen the back parts of God. The Bible says he was on the back side of the mountain. God said that you can't see me face to face that it's too much it'll kill you but God said well I'm allowed you to see the back parts of me I'm allowed you to see my, my glory Moses prayer was God show me your glory I'm yeah. saying if our petitions yeah. and our prayer is God show us your glory God show us your splendor show us your presence yes Jesus affirms us that God likes to show up in the most surprising places. He'll show up in Minneapolis. He'll show up in Little Rock, Arkansas. He'll show up in yeah. Brown. He'll show up in your life. Yes. Nazareth was a very surprising place. Maybe you're in your Nazareth today. But although you're in the Nazareth, God will show up and he'll make a significant claim about himself that he is your ladder and he'll connect heaven to earth. I'm saying maybe God is you between your misfortune and your miracle. Wow. Jesus is the Messiah and he brings glory into our lives. He says, he shares his glory with nobody. I end here. The psalmist says, seek his presence continually. When was the last time you felt God? 
the Reverend C.L. Franklin, he says in the sisters, he says, to see God is a transformative experience. If, if you haven't been transformed, you haven't seen God. Because you can't be in his presence without something happening to you. Jesus. If, if God is really in the midst, you will never be the same. Watch this. I got saved in 2001. In 2001, I gave my life to Christ. And giving my life to Christ, I right then, in the apostolate, I received tongues of fire. And I never looked back. And I, it was as if Sister Johnson got through the kitchen sink at me. And my life never been the same. But that was my Nazareth. That was my Nazareth. And then he began to open up the floodgates of heaven and open windows, doors I can't shut. I'm saying if he can do it for me, if he can show up in my Nazareth, he can show up wherever you are. He's mighty. He's fruitful. He's blessing. If God does nothing else for you, I'm serving as a liver witness. If he does nothing else for me, he already done enough. 2019 was my most challenging season, Sister Johnson. But guess what? Yeah. It was the year of strong yeah. presence because I yeah. began to see God moving a powerful way in my life. So whatever your Nazareth, whatever place you in, God will show up and he'll show out. The old saint used to say, won't he do it? Won't he, won't he, won't he, won't he, won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. I'm through, I'm through. Because I'm getting happy in my bones. My bones getting happy. <laughs> we through, y'all. Listen, listen, thank y'all today. Thank y'all today. Uh, we, we still blessing. You know, God is God. Is, whatever your Nazareth, maybe God is is taking you from one place to another. Maybe God is taking you from a, a, a spiritual dry place. He'll take you from a spiritual dry place to uh, 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 a resting place. He'll, matter of fact, he'll take you to the beach. Yes, he will. He'll take you to a spiritual beach. I wish I had a witness. Yes, he, yes, he Listen, will. y'all be blessed today. And remember, there's nothing too hard for God. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Sister Johnson, give us our benediction, sis. Lead us in prayer. We're through for today. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for the word that's been forth today, oh God. Lord, may you watch before me human beings. Yes. Oh Lord. As we fall on and never from your presence, oh God. We want to give you glory. We thank you for all that you do for us. Mm. In the name of Father, Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ, thank you and amen. Amen.